sign out oh look at that we nailed it tonight we nailed it tonight on the second try stuff i'm joined by stuff who actually has notes tonight it's adorable you want to prepare so i set him up with a mic over there i don't know if he'll have much to say but we're excited about this orlando magic win so let's talk about it i've got my regular chicken scratchings here um which will be the notes portion kyle is sleeping right now uh just a floor below us so uh rolling solo once again uh, I love the late night games myself because I'm up late, so it gives me something to watch. Uh, but it does leave me here rolling solo. Not that, not that you're not a great assistant stuff. So, yes, this win, 109-106. Let's talk about it the way I would normally do. I'm just going to go through my chicken scratchings and talk about the game as I saw it unfold. First of all, the Portland Trailblazers repping in the airport carpet unis. Um, I don't hate these uniforms. I just don't see the point of them. Um, I don't think your airport's carpet should be represented on a jersey. It just seems like a real loose. I mean, it's, yeah, it, it's a weird, it's a weird thing to, to associate with your team. Uh, but I don't know, maybe the Portland airport is a place to be. Maybe it's a tourist attraction that I'm unaware of. I've not been to Portland, so I don't know. Maybe that's one of the most exciting things in the town. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, early in this game, you know what I love to see was the Orlando Magic getting the basket. And I wrote down layups early, and I wrote layups a lot more in this game because we were getting to the cup, and we were super successful. It was 33-20 to 20 after one. This was a, a onslaught by the Magic to make it a point to get to the hoop and do what they needed to do. As far as uh, guys on the Blazers, uh, the Yusuf Nurkic, is, he's a goon, man, but he's solid. He does big man shit, and if he's on my team, I'd love him, but I dislike him because he's on the other team. He's just he's not very mobile, though. I wish, for his sake, he was a little more mobile. He's not really like a true rim protector or anything like that, but he is, he is a beast. He uses his size. His beard looks a little puby to me, if I may. Um, it just doesn't match like his hair. It looks They're like two different colors or consistencies of weirdness. that It looks awkward, but that aside... Um, he always seems to have a big game against us. Um, I know he has big games against some other teams. He's obviously a starting player for the Blazers, but seems like he ups it a little bit. Also, to get back in the pregame, did not know or forgot that Paolo's dad is named Mario, which is a very unique name, I feel. Like, it's a me, Mario. I don't know. I just thought it was weird. I'd never seen his parents, I don't think, together. And if I was critiquing the magic the way I critique other teams, I think I'd be like, this looks like the couple least likely to create an NBA star. <laughs> they just look really mismatched to me, but they seem lovely. I loved the flair of his mom's jacket, and they were sitting right there courtside because this is the closest he'll come to playing a home game in Seattle. So apparently he had lots of family there, and he had a big first, first quarter to really get us out on a roll. I also then learned, uh, I, I don't remember the first man, it's name, the names of the first guy, it, it, I'm calling him Weeb Eubanks because that's a Eubanks I know. He looks like Hidu Turkaloo with a flat top and a meth addiction. Um, and, you know, I'm not sorry about it. It's just what I saw and it's what I said at the time. Stuff laughed, so I said, all right, I'll say it on the show. Um, after that first quarter in which we put out a 13-point lead, we got to see the Blazers dancers, and they have entered the chat. And uh, stick around to see if they can take the title from the uh, Pacemates on uh, the next Court Cousins uh, podcast because it was a, it was a solid showing. 
um, in the second quarter, we got off to a slow start, kind of let the Blazers back into this thing. We got away from going to the cup and started to settle for shots again, and that's never a recipe that really works for us, um, especially if guys aren't hitting. I mean, if guys are hitting, we can sustain, but it wasn't happening in this one. We'll get back to that mindset later, so keep it in mind. At the break, one of the fans won Jamba Juice for everybody. So last night, nobody got cookies in Sacramento, but tonight, Jamba Juice for all these people. He only needed three free throw attempts. He only had to make three, and he only took four shots, so... Props to him. Um, I'm sure he never thought he would get props on Orlando Magic Podcast. Um, And he's probably right, but he did, and he deserves it. Well done. Um, The Is It Anything was proposed, uh, and it had an Oregon theme because they were there. Um, And it was not a good one. He did not get a bell, and I don't think he should have. But he showed Luke Ridenauer as being one of the uh, players on the list. And uh, I remember Luke when uh, I used to work at the Milwaukee Bucks old arena, the Bradley Center. And uh, one time, after Luke Ridenauer was on the Bucks when I when I was there. And uh, after a game, once we were changing the Bucks court over into the Marquette uh, court for the NCAA Division One game that was going to be held the next day. And uh, he kind of came out and saw us switching the court, and he was like, "What are you guys doing?" I was like, "We're we're switching the court out to Marquette basketball," and he's like. Oh, they play here? And it was like, bro, what? <laughs> like, have some awareness. Like, don't you see their logo around? Like, haven't you seen this happen at all? Like, you know where you're at? It just seemed seemed a little odd to me. But Luke was a nice guy. Um, chatted with him a few other times about just, like, stuff going on, sports or whatever. But nice dude. Still not worth a bell in the is it anything. But I think my is it anything is actually maybe more, more, more anything than that one. Um, Jeremiah Grant. I refuse to call him Jeremy because he spells his, last name, his first name wrong. It was a problem. Horace Grant's nephew uh, played very well in this game. Um, let, let me give you a stat line real quick. Um, I'm not sure if his stat line is going to represent how impactful he was, but probably 16 points, six boards, three blocks, a steal. Um, he was 0 for 6 from 3. That was really probably the biggest hole in his game. But he is a nice piece um, for them. Uh it was 50-50 to 50 at the half, so that 13-point lead we built up in the first quarter just went away. Um, we kind of just started settling for the shots, like I said, and we had some turnovers, and just things got weird. And I was worried because you know how the Orlando Magic like to play in the third quarter. It's not great. I see it on Stuff's Notes right here. He says, good third quarter, and he's right because the Magic came out, had a huge third quarter, 15-0 run to start it out. Uh, as David Steele said, a feisty game was breaking out here in Portland, and that was rightfully so. These guys were going at it. When if you didn't, if you like big man play and some beef and just just you know, I'm not going to say these words because when Charles Barkley says them and you take them out of context, it sounds pornographic. But uh, Wendell Carter and, and Yusuf Nurkic going at it underneath was was a fun matchup all night, um, and they were getting inside his head, and, and it was fun. And each each man had a time when like they were on top and, and got over a little bit. But I think Wendell kind of won the battle, uh, especially seeing as he's a little smaller weight wise and height wise uh, compared to Yusuf. So, yeah, in that third to get that fifteen zero run, we went back to attacking the rim. It seems like a really simple concept, but this is what the Orlando Magic basketball team is very good at doing. And we need to stick with it. And when we settle for shooting too many possessions in a row and we make even like, you know, two out of like five or six, that's when teams come back on us. We led this entire game, to be fair, 
which is fantastic. It's nice to see us get a lead, maintain it. It, you know, it took some, some, some sways. Let me see how much the, the largest lead was 19 at one point, um, ended up winning by three. So like it was up and down as, as we went across the game, but, uh, ultimately nice to see us lead, maintain, stay ahead. Um, Paulo was big on the boards tonight. I think this might be one of his higher rebounding games. I think he had, he had 10, he had 19 points, 10 boards. Um, only one for five from three tonight. But uh, I love the intensity of him on the boards because there was a lot of times where Wendell's taking Yusuf away. And so now someone else has to dominate that paint and get that board. And a lot of times tonight it was Paulo being in there. And I love to see that. Um, uh, Wendell also had 10. And 20 and 10 from, from Wendell, by the way, which is exactly what we need from Wendell night in, night out. We need 20 and 10. We've said it plenty of times on our show. I'm sure you've thought it at home. If Paulo and Franz are having good games and Wendell can give us 20 and 10, I don't see how we lose a lot of games. And while I'm here, I got to talk to you about Mark Elfoltz because I'm so impressed with what he brings. His hustle, he's scrappy. He's so good around the room. He has such a nice touch. Um, 18 points for him tonight, seven assists, three rebounds on seven of eight shooting. He was super efficient, uh, even four for four at the free throw line. I'm impressed by his game so much. Like for all we've talked about with Paulo, and obviously we weren't sure if he was going to be at this level right away, but he is. Markel Fultz has been that much more impressive for me because he's really kind of brought the team around it. We have some identity now. We know four of our starters, our four best players, are Paulo, Wendell, Fultz, and Franz. And those guys start, and another guy comes in with them, and we're we've got an identity of guys people are healthy and it's just fun to see. And man, I tell you what, Fultz and his hustle and what he brings, it is so impressive. He can take it underneath and score around the basket around taller guys. He can stop and hit the mid range jumpers. I'm impressed with this game. I'm really becoming a huge Fultz fan. Um, after three, we had an 82 to 73 lead. Um, in that third Cole got jammed on pretty a nice poster by, by Damian Lillard, to be fair. And you know what, Cole? Maybe this is your sign to stay out of the paint, bro, because you're down there too much, and you just don't need to be in there because even got little guys like Dame can put you on the poster. So, I mean, I love that he likes to try to go get rebounds, and I like that, that mindset. But you're a little guy. Stay out on your man at the three-point line and, uh, and do better here. Uh, all right, let's go to the fourth quarter. And the fourth quarter was all about this fellow over here, Mr. Franz Wagner, look at him like a goddamn boss in that suit. And he was a goddamn boss in this fourth quarter. 15 fourth quarter points for Franz, including a three ball right in Dame's eye when he switched on to him on defense. That was big. Then there was a charge call down the stretch, which uh, the Magic actually challenged. And I was surprised at this challenge. They got it. They got it. And then Paulo got to make two free throws. So I feel like overall it was a worthy challenge, but it was risky because if we don't win that challenge, then we would have had no timeouts for the last, I think it was about minute and a half or two minutes at that point. And that would have been it. There just would have been no more timeouts, no free throws. It would have been, it would have been a bad, a bad use of the challenge. And I felt that way a little bit more when there was Gary Harris called for a foul on a three by Dame Lillard, where he did not touch him, but they couldn't challenge again because they had already done it. NBA needs to take a look at that rule because if you challenge and you win, you should get another challenge or you get one per quarter or something to that effect. There needs to be a little bit more 
because we need to just get these calls right. And they need to just go in and make sure that they're getting the right call. And this one, I mean, Gary never touched him, but we couldn't challenge it. So Dame got three free throws. He hit them all. This one was tight down the stretch because of that. And the Blazers at the end, down three, had three different opportunities to shoot the three ball. Here is my key part about this. Three different guys got up a three. None of them were Dame, Dame Lillard. We played defense well. We made sure to keep the ball out of his hands, or if he was, if he had it, he was covered very tightly. He passed open men, and they had, I would call, two of the three very good looks um, to try to tie it, but they couldn't come up with it, and the Magic hung on 109-106. And I love that it was a defensive stand that won this game at the end for the Magic because our defense showed up tonight, only giving up 106 uh for points is a low amount in this modern NBA, but this game score seems more like a modern one as compared to last night when the Sacramento Kings are setting records for a th- three point shooting. So let's take a look at what the three point shooting was for tonight as, as a comparison to last night's 50%, <laughs> which was ridiculous. So yeah, this is a big part of why Portland did not play well. Six of 35 from three point range, 17% isn't going to get it done on most nights. In fact, if you told the Blazers that they would only shoot 17% from three and yet still have a chance to win this game at the end on the last possession, I think they would be like, wow, okay, we'll take that. Uh, the Magic 9 of 24 from from uh, three-point range, um, not a huge part of our game still, but of course, obviously, uh, points in the paint are. But obviously, points in the paint was won by Portland by a large margin. They had 70 and we had 48. So uh, they were getting some buckets on the inside where you know occasionally – we would play defense tough for a second, but then there were also a lot of times where we just kind of like chose to let them go and 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 let and let them have an easy bucket, just making a business decision. Um, you can do that sometimes when you're up double digits. Um, it's just not the best play to challenge everything, get into foul trouble with your guys because we're a team that kind of relies on having our main dudes in there. So I already mentioned, uh, I'll mention all of our stat lines here real quick. Paulo with 19 and 10. Wendell with 20 and 10, Fultz with 18, seven assists and three boards. Franz had 29, two assists and two rebounds. He's got to be the star of the game because of that fourth quarter alone. Off the bench, Moritz contributes 11, Cole Anthony with six, and Jalen Suggs only two. So not a lot of bench help tonight from the scoring purpose, but we did not go deep in the bench tonight. Uh, One, two, three, four, five. I see we only went 10 deep. Uh, Bol Bol was back, was on the bench, did not play. Also see Mo Bamba not playing. Um, so interesting uh, rotation. And um, T. Ross was in there for 15 minutes, kind of basically taking up space. Um, his defense is, is upsetting to me at times, but um, I understand why he's in there, and it's not usually for that. Uh, overall, this is a great game. Defensive team win. The Stars were there. They showed up. And that's what you need to win ball games, and that's why the Orlando Magic went into Portland and got a dub tonight. I love to see it. You love to see it. You love to hear about it, and that's why you decided to watch or click this podcast or this this audio or video if you're on YouTube. So I don't know. Anything else to say, Steph? Oh, Steph. Steph suggests that we celebrate correctly, and I don't think he's wrong. All right, Steph and I are going to dance our way out. Thanks for coming. Magic win. They're back in action on Friday night in Utah, taking on the Jazz. 
Magic.